Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto, Canada, and I teach the American accent. I teach people how they can speak English a little more confidently, you know. I get a lot of students who uh, they get trouble talking with people over the phone or or else they'll just be at a loss of words sometimes. And so I help fill those gaps and I show them exercises that can really help develop their own pronunciation. But today, however, I'm actually just going to do a little reading from a news article, an interesting one that uh, caught my attention from a website called Breaking News English. Breaking News English. This is a really good website, by the way, for anybody who's practicing their English regularly and uh, wants a free resource to get some practice material. BreakingNewsEnglish.com is a fantastic website. I'll put the link in the description of the video here. On this website, you have news articles of all different levels. You can read it out, and then it gives you some suggestions on vocabulary from the article that you can benefit a lot from if you start using in your own daily life. I would recommend, you know, maybe once or twice a week, checking out this website, reading over an article, getting a feel for it. It even has other exercises where you can listen to someone read the article to you so you can practice your listening a little bit. And uh, another fun one for speed reading. It shows you the article, the news article, and you have to read along as the text passes in a little screen. And the text will go faster and faster, and so you have to try and read it quickly. Anyway, these are just some exercises on BreakingNewsEnglish.com. Check it out if you got the time. It's, it's really worth your time. Well, today's article is titled, No Loss of Marks for Spelling Mistakes at a UK University. This is from the 14th of April, 2021. So, well, that's today. I'm going to read this out here, listen closely, and then we'll discuss this a little bit. So, no loss of marks for spelling mistakes in a university. A university in England has said students will not lose marks for spelling, punctuation, and grammar mistakes. Hull University said that requiring English with no mistakes is elitist. It said such requirements could be seen as homogeneous, North European, white, male, and elite. Officials at the university said insisting on a high proficiency in written English discriminated against minorities and students who went to schools where average grades were low. The university said it wants to make writing and tests more inclusive. It wants teachers to be more flexible when they mark and grade students' writing. It hopes to reduce the number of poorer students who drop out from university. The university said many students suffer at school and in life because their written English contains mistakes. This includes students with dyslexia. This is a learning disorder that affects language. People with dyslexia have difficulty in relating to letters and words. 
This means it's harder for dyslexics to produce writing free of mistakes. Dyslexia affects areas of the brain that process language. The university also said that requiring well-written English could discourage students for whom English is a second language from going to university. Teachers at another university have been told it's fairer to judge students on their ideas and knowledge of a subject and not their spelling and grammar. Now, I'm just let's chat about this a little bit because this is an interesting article. Just a real short one. That's what I like about Breaking News English. Short articles, interesting topics. Universities lowering the standard of writing and English skills to provide more opportunities for people who don't have advanced English skills. Now, I can sympathize. I can sympathize uh, to an extent with this indeed. Because back in Toronto, most of my friends are not Canadians. Most of my friends come from uh, Venezuela, Colombia, Russia, wherever, all over the world. I got friends who are coming from everywhere. And while these people have a good enough English level to study in university, they struggle a little bit when it comes to writing. And uh, indeed, they would feel that they know the content and they can produce results, but they struggle communicating those things in English. And maybe you felt the same. Maybe, you know, you're someone who's listening, who's uh, studying in an American or an English university, and you're just banging your head off the wall when you're trying to complete any kind of writing assignments. I sympathize with you. I really do. What to do in such a situation? Well, one thing that I say, and I, I mean, I, I'm not trying to seem, you know, cold. I'm just saying... An English university is still an English university. And when the standard of the university goes down, then that university's name and reputation go down with it. So it does open up more opportunities, but when employers are looking at your resume, they'll see, well, this person studied at Oxford, and this person studied at Hull University. Who do you think they're going to go with? I mean, they're going to go with the, the university that has high standards of writing. I suggest take writing classes. I took writing classes. Now, I have always been interested in writing. I've always enjoyed writing. I like writing my own material, writing my own episodes. And in the future, I'm going to be writing some books. Keep an eye out for those in the future indeed because uh, I'm going to be writing books. But anyway... My interest has indeed always been writing. I've always enjoyed it. So maybe that makes it a little easier for me. But I got good at writing because I practiced it a lot. Because I would write things outside of my own school assignments. And when you practice something, you get good at it. You get to see what works. You get to see how you can reduce words, how you can use synonyms. You come up with your own methods of doing things. And... Now, most of the things I've written for university get an 80% and above. Now, I think that this is because of my interest in writing. I've got other friends who are Canadian who went to the same kind of schools that I did, and they have terrible writing skills. They are not able to produce good material when they write in English, and it's simply because they don't have any interest in writing. However, they would lose marks on their writing, 
and I would gain marks on my writing. So when taking university courses, I mean, writing isn't everything, but if you need to learn how to write before going into university, take some writing classes. You can take courses online. You can learn how to write. There are lots of opportunities for that. So I can see both sides of the story here. You know, I can see absolutely why it's tricky for these people. And I can see, indeed, the value in lowering that standard just so that you can have more people coming in and maintaining their grades and not needing to stress so much over their writing skills. I can see both sides of the story. Personally, though, I think it's good to to have good writing skills. I mean, why not? I just want to talk about a couple of the words that were used in this reading and examine what they mean. One word that popped up, and you hear this in the media these days, elitist. Elitist. What does that mean, elitist? Well, this is to say something relating to kind of uh, having a higher class in society and uh, supporting that class of society. So it's to say that something is made to establish an order in society. Another thing is it said, teachers need to be more flexible when they mark and grade students. More flexible. Does this mean that they need to do some stretching before they do their uh, grading? Is that what teachers need to do? They need to be more flexible? Not exactly. More flexible just means Leave more room for error. If you're being flexible on something, you're open to change. And you're able to adapt. And one other thing it says here as well is drop out. It wants to reduce the number of students who drop out of university. Drop out is to say leave early, to quit something early. That is to drop out of something. All right, well, I hope that you didn't drop out of this reading here too early and uh, miss uh, any of those tips because, well, yeah, it's just unfortunate if you did. However, I am happy to have uh, had this chat here today. It's an interesting article to read. Uh, I'll leave the link in the description if you'd like to read along and practice a little bit yourself. And I'm going to get to wrapping this bad boy up for today. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your, uh, your breakfast, you know, your lunch. If you're clipping your nails, careful that you don't go too far in. I hate that when I'm clipping my nails and I push the nail clipper a little too far close to my nail. Ooh. I hate that feeling because, you know, you know how it is. I don't need to remind you. Everybody's done it. Everybody's done it. So careful. If you're clipping your nails right now, careful. Well, have a good one. Hey, Accent Learner. Thanks for listening all the way through. I have positions available for accent training, and as always, I want to offer them to my audience. First, you're the hardest working accent learners out there, right? So if it's important for you to have a coach with a proven and sustainable method to show you results in 90 days, open up the application form in the description of this episode, reach out to me, 
And if I see that my solution is a good fit for your situation, I'll be reaching out to you personally, and we can discuss how my method will get you expressing your thoughts and your opinions more confidently in English with three months of dedicated and focused training. Your seat's available for you, my friend. Your teacher's ready to go. Now is the time to make it happen. I look forward to hearing from you.